Hi, it's Eric Edstrom, author of Starside Saga and your narrator. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to support the podcast, please just buy a copy of the book or books. Go to Amazon, Kobo, Barnes & Noble, Apple, pretty much anywhere that you buy your ebooks. It's also available in paperback. Email me at podcast at ericedstrom.com and learn all about my books at ericedstrom.com. Chapter 34. A Spider or a Fly Kyla and Nax slept for eight days. Both were kept alive by the close supervision of Senzrena and Rajan. Both swallowed water. Both received nourishment through more forcible means. Kyla woke in darkness. A novitiate girl helped her to stand, and without a word exchanged between them, helped her to snuggle the still-sleeping Nax in Kyla's blanket. The girl then led Kyla by the elbow outside, where the autumnal air had turned icy. Only later did Kyla wonder what door they had passed through to get outside. Beyond the novitiate ward, in a courtyard beyond the Rose Hall, was the outdoor bath. Fed by a hot spring, the pool steamed in the pre-dawn chill. A sliver of moon stood high overhead in a sky as crisp as the night air. The girl guided Kyla to the hot pool, then helped her remove her gown. Kyla shivered, but did not question why she was made to stand naked under the stars. The girl urged Kyla into the water. It wasn't deep. The hot water burned at first, but once she'd adjusted, the warmth seeped into her body, relaxing her to her core. She didn't say anything or think anything. The world came to her unnamed and as it was. There wasn't happiness or sadness or fear. When the sky began to lighten, the girl helped Kyla out of the water, wrapped her in a thick towel, and returned her to her room. She noticed then that Rajan slept on a cot there. She remembered him saying they were to share a room. And that made her think of her brother. Nax's mind was present in Kyla's, but she didn't respond to the emotional probes Kyla sent. All that returned to Kyla was the great weariness still weighing upon the small gray. I need to speak to Finta, my brother. The girl nodded and motioned for Kyla to wait. Kyla returned to her cot, gathering Nax into her arms. She slept. When she next awoke, the voluptuary sat next to her. She had a ring in her fingers. She toyed with it, mind lost in some remote contemplation. She noticed Kyla's eyes upon her. Good afternoon, Kyla. My brother? Alive. He rests comfortably with his cat. That animal is very... The word you're looking for is mean. Her words came out in dry, broken squeaks. Yes, Ali is mean, but protective is what I was looking for. And how is your cat? Alive. Yes. The voluptuary put the ring in her pocket and straightened. We hold initiates prisoner here until they open the door or show us they will always lack the power to do so. This practice is for their own protection. I never thought two of you would risk your necks jumping from the roof. I had urgent business elsewhere. The voluptuary did not crack a smile. You are lucky to be alive. What you did is beyond dangerous. I jump from rooftop to rooftop every single day. I'm not talking about your kills capers on the roofway, child. I'm speaking of your Mercus attack against the Thinnies. 
The woman's face was pale, haggard. Kyla realized the voluptuary had not been sleeping much lately. A flash of memory played in Kyla's mind, the rat queen's face melting away. Kyla had done that, somehow. And the others, she didn't know how many she'd killed. I asked Yika to return to the thinny town to see, the voluptuary said as if reading Kyla's thoughts. The piles of ash were where you'd left them. The survivors are too afraid to move them. They believe a domain came into this world to destroy them for trying to drown the cat. Piles of ash. Kyla could see them. She remembered running through them when she and Rajan fled the town. But we know differently, the old woman said, and the spinsters know differently. And surely the Hargath knows differently. Kyla wondered how the spinsters, the order of women who served the goddess Paul, could know anything about it at all. As for the latter, what is the Hargath? The don'ts masters claim he's a seer, a prophet. But in truth, he is merely a man who has a debilitating sensitivity to the Marcusine. Kyla remembered now, the watcher, the corpse-like man who'd sent Dunn's skill after her. He may want you dead, Kyla. He may merely want you. There are rumors that the Hargath uses acolytes to keep himself alive. Don't ask me how, I don't know. If he didn't know of you before, he knows of you now. The voluptuary lifted a hand and turned her palm face up. Another ring lay in it, this one a turtle shell color. Put this on. What is it? A ring. Kyla laughed through her nose. I suppose I deserve that. But why are you giving me gifts? This is not a gift. It's a loan. She took Kyla's hand and slipped the ring onto her finger. I couldn't put this on you until you were awake. You have to be awake for it, or it can do harm. Ready for what? Oh! The Mercus vanished. Her hearing and smell and sight went dull. In a way, it was a relief. In another, a disappointment. The ring is a queller. It blocks you from the Mercus while wearing it. You will not be able to use your power but you will also be invisible to those who look for you upon the Mercusine. Kyla took the queller ring off. The Mercus returned full force. She slipped the ring back on, deciding that for now it was best to live in a muted world. If nothing else, it would help her get back to sleep, and she was so very tired. She put her hand on Nax and smoothed the cat's silky fur. Seems like a valuable trinket, I don't want you in the Hargus' grasp. Even more, I don't want a repetition of your stunt with the thinnies. What exactly did you do? Kyla looked away, heat and pressure building in her eyes. She had only wanted to save Nax, and while she felt no regret about killing the Rat Queen, the others... The voluptuary said, There were children among the dead. Rajan was there. He told you what happened. He told me what he saw, but he could not tell me what you did. The woman leaned close. Girl, tell me. I can help you. Kyla didn't know what she'd done. Not exactly. Nax was drowning. I was desperate. The Mercus vision was screaming at me. 
I saw the iron in their blood. I saw it. And I, I remembered Gulsoy showing me light from a stick. I don't know what I did. The iron, I just lit it. The voluptuary licked her lips, her eyes ice. You must train with Gulsoy. He will show you how to control your power. From what you've told me, it is a wonder you didn't turn yourself into a pile of ash. Kyla hugged Nax to her and looked away from the woman. I didn't mean to hurt children. Not hurt. Killed. The voluptuary left, and her departure felt like a rebuke. A deserved one. With the ring on her finger, she didn't smell the food until the novitiate girl came in bearing a tray. Kyla's stomach cramped, and pure animal eagerness shot her upright. Like the starving stray she was, she fed. Sleepiness returned to her immediately. Nax curled next to her. Sleep came quickly. She dreamed of a raven and dragon circling the citadel. One squawked, the other roared. Kyla became the raven and flapped to a windowsill in the great fortress's highest tower. Just inside sat a woman of no more than thirty years. Her black hair fell in intricate braids from the crown of her head to her shoulders. She wore only a shift and slippers. She looked into a mirror, face pale and stark in the dim light of her chamber. Her eyes shifted and met Kyla's. I've felt you, she said. Come to me if you can. Bring your beloved one. She came to the window and offered Kyla a corner of bread. Now, away with you, dearie, and beware, for upon the web of the Mercusine one is either a spider or a fly. Kyla took flight. Across the city of Starside, people shivered and drew their cloaks more tightly about their shoulders. House mothers closed windows. Grandmothers crossed their fingers and whispered forbidden wards. Above the divide soared a black harbinger, the raven. Why won't you die, Kyla Sai? Why? 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 The End of a Raven's Dream Book Two of Starside Saga